It feels great to be back. Every time I hear those words, welcome. Welcome, guys. <laughs> what are you guys saying? I had a heavy night last night, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That, uh, was it that opening? You started like a pastor, bro. It's, it's great to be back. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> my, my sheep. <laughs> I am the shepherd. And you're coming to hear gospel, so you know what? Yeah, it's appropriate. It's, it's true. Preach, my brother. Me, however, I went to bed on time, so I'm feeling fantastic, but... Yeah, fam. It was a mad night in the box. Saw some shit, bro. I saw some shit. Was it just... I can't lie. Is that just shit you were doing, or...? No, man. You know they have, like, this show at the box. Oh, oh is that is that the place where the, like, the girls are doing backflips and stuff? Oh, and, like, yeah. Skin out, cheeks out, All just clapping. Fam. Uh. I saw <laughs> a dwarf dressed as Freddie Mercury. Yeah doing a rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody to then start floating up in the air with angel wings and naked women around him. That was that was one of the... How much does this place cost? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Like, are you Bro, being serious? I'm being deadly serious. That was one of the shows. One of many. Because I've seen like Snapchats from there, but I've never... That, that sounds... You're not, you're not allowed phones. You're not allowed like... When they start getting weird. As in, like, just general rules. Was he like, at least a good singer? He was sick. Like, he was amazing. <laughs> I, the, the other shit I saw, I don't even know if it's appropriate for the pod. We may have to edit it out. Yeah. But it involved, you, you can say it, I can just beep it when I edit it. It involved... <laughs> that, that, would, that would be quite just, <laughs> just to say that. It involved a older woman with maybe loads of, like, beer... And she started filling up this, like... No, no, she she took all her clothes off, bent over in front of everyone. And she kind of, like, shoved this funnel in <laughs> started pouring <laughs> beer into it. Hold on. Is this camera on me? <laughs> Is this camera on me? <laughs> Wait, pouring funnel into... And then she took it out and started spinning around and shooting beer out of her what, like, into like, the crowd. Well, she was doing like a handstand? No, she was kind of like just bent on all fours and just started like shooting beer out <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> I am a part. <laughs> I am... A... Okay, right, cool. So, what, the box, where is it? Give the people... <laughs> Soho. It's, um, it's an exclusive kind of club. To get it. in, you'll have the night of your life. Yeah, much. if you're looking to get weird... 
and have a <laughs> shot at you. Yeah, effectively. It was very weird. Oh, man. I love that place, though, man. Wait, you've gone more than once? Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple. Wait, so what's that? Stories. That's okay. okay, tell me one more act that you can see there, that um, you've seen there. I've seen... I've seen a transvestite, like, start pulling stuff around, out of like, objects. A lot of this is, like, very, it's, like, yeah, there's anal, a lot of attentive, anally, like... Yeah, I feel like that's the stuff that really makes people go, who? Yeet. Yeah, or that, but to be fair, there's some quite... They're pulling stuff as in, like, like a whole... Like, it'll like just, a whole shopping. It'll just be like, oh, I remember when a, a a woman, like, broke a whole, like, melon from just bouncing on it. No, I thought you were going to say she when, pulled a melon out. No, like, she, she, no she, attached, she attached, like, a chopping knife to her and started, like, swinging it and just, like, chopping stuff up. This all needs to be fucking beeps. <laughs> this is going to be a long part of the episode. Wait, so, what, I didn't know you could train your um, like dumbbell curls. Yeah, man. I've, I've seen... I from going Clear to extensions. The box, honestly, anything is possible. Oh, Jesus I, Christ. I anything right. is possible. I don't even know places like this. I, things I, I'd seen like small snaps from it, but I hadn't seen... I hadn't heard of the, crazy, the depths man. of evil. That is <laughs> actually crazy. Lad, all right. How's your night? I, w- I was calm. I didn't go. I went out Friday. Then I spent it Saturday. How was Friday? It was good. I was in Shoreditch. Went to the Shoreditch. Oh, the Shoreditch. The Shoreditch. Not just that Shoreditch. Yeah, the, the, no, I think there's a club called the Shoreditch in Shoreditch. Oh, mad. Never what? heard of it. <laughs> it's, it's bare calm. It's just probably I like, just the, I like straight the book either. club in Shoreditch. Yeah? That, that seems like a cool place. Have you ever been? I don't think I've been. It's, it's quite cool. It's quite fun. I'm, I'm, I'm weird about Shoreditch, man. It's, be- it's as in like it's overdone. I feel like one is overdone. It's always, there's always beef. Not necessarily that. It's just you know somewhere that just doesn't feel like necessarily home. Like everyone needs a home night out kind of place. Mm. And I always feel like a bit of a tourist when I'm in Shoreditch. I don't know why. It doesn't feel like ah, uh, I know people. I can like. It doesn't feel like my place. Yo, wait, where's your place? That's because your place is like Libertine, isn't it? It or, used to be. Used to be. Or, uh, shout out to that club there. Or district. But, yeah. What district? District. Oh, back in the day. That. That's that's closed. That's closed now. Yeah. Fam. Um, Albanians I, are the one that fucked uh, it up. Not even us. Yeah. Not even us blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. It's been all this time. It's been all this time stopping black people getting yeah. in there. And, and it was the Albanians own, it was who your fucked OGs. it up. <laughs> shout out the Albanians on Albanian Independence Day. Fucked up district. <laughs> the black community supports you <laughs> in your recklessness. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like Albanian black we're all the same now. Everyone hates us. <laughs> um, fam, yeah, no, I was. I would say my home. It's probably the box now, man. Like it's a it's a sick night out. We should go one time. I'm gonna come next time. You you, you will see some. Not shit. for the. The beer. But Shout out my guy AJ. He, AJ is gonna appear on the show, eventually. He keeps on promoting this yam, egg, and stew. He wants to be the stew. He wants to be the stew. Imagine. That actually might be a cool like, move. Like, yeah, every time yeah, we get yeah, like, yeah. a different guest, be like, yeah, you yeah, add we, their own. You can add their own ingredients. No, but they might get carried away. Someone's saying jack and potato or something. I don't. I mean, if they want to be the jack and potato, you're very welcome. Uh, I don't know if it'll bang. 
It's up to you. Bring them sweet potatoes, though. <laughs> if you want to drop that and it flops, it's on but you. I thought that was quite cool. Yam, egg, and stew. Pending. Pending. Mm. Um, what is the subject matter of today, my bro? Okay, so today, I wanted to talk about this documentary I watched um, watched on Monday. It's called How to Break Into the Elite. Oh. I think it was on BBC Two, but I watched it on iPlayer. But it was, it was just mad. It was talking about how, basically... Um, BBC's up their game recently, I feel. Like, what, in terms pe- of just content, like Peaky Blinders coming back. Oh, yeah, no, I feel like BBC are always like quite on point. They just Line have, of duty. they have, oh yeah, they have low point. They have like like a month or two of it off, mm. and then they just peak again. Did you ever watch the Bodyguard? The thing is, I'm I flopped. I haven't watched the Bodyguard. I haven't watched Line of Duty. Oh, I haven't watched what's the other one? I don't know. It's because I have think you watched like, Peaky Blinders. Obviously, no Peaky Blinders, yeah. but I only watched Peaky Blinders recently. I only caught up as of like this year. Bro, there's some, there's I was, some banging content. I was watching it. And I was like, how have I? I was like, how have I missed this since what 2013 when it first trust came out? Me, trust nah, me. man, Peaky Blinders is sick. Yeah, I can't order the fucking Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but yeah. Anyway, what was I talking about? Yeah, how to break into the elite. Basically, it was a, a show about how people who effectively go to like same quality of uni it was mm-hmm. mainly focusing on people who went to like russell group universities or higher top tier universities yeah. that people coming from like working class or like just low class like families even when they got higher degrees like first class they would still go on to earn on average 7k less than people from the same unis who may have got oh, second right. class degrees who are from like upper middle class families and the whole kind of documentary itself followed these two and these two boys who were like, they're actually same age as us, like they just graduated last year. Um, and one of them wanted to graduate from Birmingham, um, like did chemistry, um, wanted to go into investment banking. Another one, was it chemistry? I may have got that wrong. Some, one of them degrees which sets you up for that kind of job. And with the other one uh, wanted to go into management consultancy. Um, and he went to um, Nottingham, Nottingham. Yeah, so basically both gone to really good universities, but it was just basically talking about how when people from, like, working-class background try to go into, like, these kind of job interviews and these kind of elite roles, um, the, often the thing that holds them back, obviously there's discrepancies, there's general discrepancies, but obviously about race and um, class, etc. but it's often, obviously it's not explicitly, like, we don't want people from a lower class or we don't want people from a certain race, but the indirect way in which they are affected is that in these jobs, they're looking for people with like a, then the quote they use is like a polished look. And what they often means is it's often these like soft skills and these ways of talking and behaving and subject matters that people who are in like usually upper middle class families, they're kind of, they're, they're brought up in this kind of lifestyle from yeah. the moment they leave the womb. So it's just second nature to them. But if yeah. you're just like from like a working class family, just like Peckham or whatever, uh, or one that was from Dagenham or whatever, it's, it's just not something that is, you're normal, normal to so you may have the um the talent the skill the you know the intelligence to work in these roles but then these are the things that are just basically causing all this discrepancy but it's just mad to think that i was like do you think i guess for me i'm in a um i guess i'll describe i'm in kind of like a corporate atmosphere sometimes yeah like it can either be really cool at work or it could be a super corporate yeah I think those soft skills are so important. Like, it's weird, bro. Like, just on, on a day-to-day interaction with your bosses, um, people, clients, 
meetings, your stakeholders, like having, being able to work a room before getting to the subject matter of like what's going on. Yeah. It's like, that's half the battle, genuinely. No, it's and like... It's scary. I, I get it. I get it in the sense of like, I'm not saying I don't understand why companies don't like prioritise your ability to like articulate yourself well and to, you know, be able to um, just be able to be, because obviously it's surrounding kind of like the social elements of the kind of like corporate culture is that it tends to be a pipeline between people from like middle class, like upper, middle, upper middle class families into these higher paying jobs. So obviously, as a lot of people probably know, a lot of the stuff around corporate things is about the social element. Yeah. Your ability to interact with someone, to take someone for a lunch, yeah. secure big deals kind of that way. And if you've just come from a different kind of lifestyle, but this is also the issue where it's like, where, at what point do we have some sort of intervention? Because it, as much like the whole kind of culture in the UK, especially a lot of the culture pushed by political parties, these people support, like obviously like Conservative Party, mm-hmm. is about um, like social mobility, that if you come to the UK and you get a degree, yeah. you work hard in school, you will have the ability to rise up from where you, where you first Very started. Fun. So, but then if people are kind of being penalised for things that can't, like, that their, I don't know, Bangladeshi or Nigerian or Jamaican parents can't teach them because it's not part of their, any part of their skill set or part of their culture, then what, then there's clearly a contradiction in kind of, like, not just that in terms of, like, what's being said here or yeah. what the right way is to put the pathway. So I understand that, but I feel like, then maybe we just we either need to look at the way people who are from like um, maybe lower class families at like a school level, the way they're being taught about the world. Because if you because realistically, um, what we're taught or I remember being taught is that all that really matters is if you're capable of doing the job. Like I'll I'll honestly say I'm quite privileged in a sense. I've always been quite good at like regardless of the situation, like, articulating myself well and speaking to people regardless of the scenario. But, like, mm. I do know a lot of guys who I've gone to school with who were mad smart, probably even much smarter than me, but they just didn't have that ability to kind of, like, maybe think on the spot or yeah. be able to speak in a way where, regardless of the situation... But those, that is a skill. Yeah, no, it is a skill. I but mean, then My boss know. has, like, this uncanny way of, no matter what situation he gets in, he is able to talk his way either through it or out of it in a way that is... He sounds like the most intelligent guy in the room because he probably is the most intelligent guy <laughs> mm. in the room. But that is a skill in itself. Yeah. Which I feel like I wouldn't leave it... It's the next. It's just the next level, man. We come, we come at levels on this point where it's like, okay, how do you, from a working-class background, really, like, break break a cycle of being working class yeah it's okay am i good enough at the job well first of all get the get the education because that's just a tick box yeah and it's like okay are you actually qualified for the job and then it's all of the soft stuff on top of that like the your talent as a person being able to speak the same language as people i remember in the interview that i had they asked me um how are you around different people? And I was upfront and honest, and I told them, listen, when it comes to turning it on, like, I'm if a, I need to... I'm s- a guy, I'm not going to lie. If I need to... Hire s- yeah. me now, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
for different people, you need different ways of speaking to them. And I told them, it may be the same language, but I can speak different languages. Like, that's that's kind of, like, how I put it. And once he, we had, like, a little eye contact then, he understood that uh, in front of certain people, you know... You eye contact, to, a bit of hand-touching, a bit yeah, of... Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of grabbing butt. <laughs> <laughs> mid into left. Just grabbing cheeks. No, <laughs> no but then, I get what... But the thing is, that's a good point you raised in the sense of, like, Obviously, you need different languages. That's, that's the next level, bro. You need that's different like. languages for different people, but there is still a dominant language which dominates that entire industry of wealth. There is, like... I said, when you think about it, the people who are going, like, are going from... So do you think it shouldn't matter? No, I'm not saying it shouldn't matter. I'm just saying it should be mediated, appropriate, like, in a way where... What, someone, what? Like, I've, I, I don't understand why someone who's clearly, dis- like, murked education to the point where they've gone to Oxford and got a first, I said, the the best you can probably do yeah. is earning less money than a Don who's gone, let me know, even par unis, but, like, he's gone to, like, a, not even, like, you have gone to a banging uni, say you've gone to another banging uni, like, I don't know, Bristol. Like, like DMU. No, <laughs> that is not a banging uni. Uh-uh. Who's gone to, like, another, like, banging uni, I don't know, like, Bristol or hey, Durham or Loughborough, that's, like... That's, that's a slice of... Durham, Manchester... Imagine doing all your education up to the age of 18 and actually putting COV or DMU as your first choice unit. <laughs> I don't understand these mandem. Oh, you know, listen... Um, You're not here, getting Here at the Yamanair podcast, um, <laughs> I personally don't discriminate on what university you go to. This man over here, though, I do. you know you're elitist. You're, you're a piece of shit. I am. You're elitist. If, um, if someone tells me I went to Oxford or Cambridge, I instantly respect them so much more. Yeah, but the thing is, but then that's... Okay, it ties in well, because that's the whole point. The point I was trying to make is that if, like, someone's gone and got, like, a first from Oxford, why are they still earning on average £7,000 less than someone who's gone to, like, another good uni like Bristol or whatever, but which is lowered down and has got, like, a 2-2? Because, but then also another thing that that focusing on there is like stuff like summer internships and stuff like that, where like people who that's where it gets a bit fucked up. Yeah, where like obviously when mum and dad can yeah. s- knows the VP of JP Morgan or whatever, then they can mm. secure you just in that. But like when your parents don't really, when your parents don't really have that kind of contacts, you're really just you're just constantly going on your own. So there's all these things that kind of interact agree. to like. Especially when it comes to like the financial industry, and to be fair, media that, industry yeah, as well. Yeah, media industry as well. But but I need to stress that if you are from a working class background, yep. Fact of the matter is that it's not it's not your world. That world, that elite world, is not your world. Yeah. And to succeed in that world, I personally believe. And I think it's something that is, is why this country, at the end of the day, has a certain reputation around the world. It's why um, huge businesses want to set, set up and do business in this country. Oh, well, I don't know about that after well, the next few months. But, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying up until this point, <laughs> it's because we've had... We've basically created created this kind of, like... Um, business ecosystem that is tailored towards very high performing and intelligent people and the soft skills come with that and I'd say learn the learn that shit 
Like as a as yeah. a black guy, no, 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 I, no. I am when well, I'm with the mandem and I'm busting jokes and we're going, we're doing. <laughs> okay. we're, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do yeah. my 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 light skin squinty eyes. Yeah, yeah but yeah. see, but that's the point. I'm but saying you like you have to be able to be like fucking James Bond sometimes and walk in and just and that is the level because especially if you're. If you're at the end of the day, yeah, even if you're black, it's it's even harder. And if you're a black woman, it's even and it's harder. Like, and the focus of it wasn't just like obviously we're race, like not, yeah. working class especially because both like working class people of all races, white, black, Asian, um, any minority ethnic group, all experience the same sort of level of lack of um, understanding of the language of you know these kind of elitist workplaces. But I don't. But it's the. But it's in like I agree. With, I'm not saying that necessarily. I, I believe that. that I don't think soft skills aren't important, but I'm saying, why is it that someone someone who's got a first from Oxford is clearly more capable than someone who's got a two two from no, somewhere but, else? Okay, but because. but then this is the problem though. Are you do you okay? Then a question I put to you: Are you saying the gap in capability between someone who's that brilliant they've got a first in Oxford and that other person who's got a two two? Because that could be anywhere between eighty eight percent and like fifty. Something percent, fifty yeah. So, so someone's got like a fifty-four percent, and someone else got eighty-eight percent. Now going for the same role, and this person's not only getting maybe a better role in front of this person, in front of the person who's got the higher percentage, but because they're also getting paid more. Are you saying those the the gap in knowledge is worth the soft skills which could then be learned? Because I feel like definitely, you know, you know, my opinion. I that, disagree with no, you. No, my because what you're chatting, my, my, I'm furious. Okay, <laughs> my opinion, my opinion is that what comes in with life and to be honest that's how i'm finessing life because well, through your soft skills yes bro because business and yeah. work is so much more than being able to do something on a piece of paper and things i know that a it's, lot of it a lot of it is like a lot of it is, i know so much it's, of, a, it's about relationships like how can you foster them how how can you um use them to the maximum of your ability it's about being able to uh, a degree does not tell you how good this person is at working a room 100%. and like negotiating 100%. and all these different things and entertaining clients and. But you're talking about a myriad of like behavioral traits, which I think don't. I'm not saying that like I'm not. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you're thinking I'm saying big shack with a first versus no I'm not. versus I completely like, get you. I'm Boris Johnson Yeah, but I'm saying like okay, so you have people who are like they're people they can get on well with people. They sometimes even have negotiating skills, but then sometimes it comes down to the most infinitesimally small, ridiculous kind of like soft element of soft skills. Maybe it's not even the whole of all of the soft skills. It's about 20% of the soft skills. But the disparity between that amount of soft skills not known, whatever, and I the actual gap of I, salary. I, I guarantee you that um, it's coming, it's not coming down to it's not the minute um, indifferences that you're speaking of. No, but there's a vast array of different candidates. Yeah. So that's the point. I'm saying even amongst the people of that low so, like low socioeconomic group, they won't all be the same. There weren't a lot. Even if you, even if you did say you wanted to say there was a distinct difference in like in what's been learned, we all know there's individual differences. So there'll be plenty of those in the kind of low socioeconomic group who just who will be like. I don't even want to blow, but I know plenty of people, for example, I know who come from backgrounds like me, yeah, who have those soft skills done to a T, 
but will still face these effects because sometimes sometimes it is race, sometimes it is class, and sometimes obviously it's both. And then yeah, I agree. And, with and, that. and that's always not obviously just divisible. However, thing. you're you you yourself are not like a lot of people. It, but that's the point. I I get that. But that, but I even said that earlier. Like, but I, that's that's come I've from been, a self awareness point of view. Like knowing where you are and having the awareness to be like, hmm, maybe I should edit myself a little bit. But I feel like I'm I'm not special. I'm not saying that's right. There are plenty of people, there are plenty of working class people like me who have come from backgrounds like me. I'm not special in that sense that like who know how to adapt their way they speak and how they talk in different environments. Yeah. However, and I feel like that's a game that so many of us do know. But then I still think what the kind of bottom line is. I feel like I guarantee they don't do it. Honestly, guarantee. Well, based off recent news, clearly not. But (laughs) I get you're underplaying it, bro. And you'll be so... That is... You can't teach that. You cannot. I'm sure you can to a certain... Day. But also, okay, say, say... Okay, say, fine. That's I'll come down you, to the individual. I'll give you the benefit. No, not benefit. I'll give you that. Say, for argument's sake, you cannot teach some of the certain soft skills. So, is then the bottom line now that these people just have to earn less? No, it's about understand the beast that you're dealing with and <laughs> adapt... Like, if you, if people, one of the biggest things that people do is they do the same thing expecting a different result. Like, if change adapts, like, what, figure out what, what is, what is it that they're doing that I'm not and fucking edit that. I remember one of my, being, um, being one, white. one of my friends, <laughs> no, not that, but I'm, one I'm of, joking, yeah. One of but, my friends' um, dads who's done really well for himself. He came to this country from Nigeria and he was working in a certain job and he, at the time, he realised, like, he, he had a slight accent. Um, so he, he went to elocution lessons and, like, had to, like, change it because his Nigerian accent was a bit too heavy. And mm. he realised that it was putting himself at a disadvantage. Then, to the point where he started using certain words that really really only posh people say like chaps you never hear anyone say chaps but he's the only nigerian uncle that i know that would go <laughs> you're, you're okay chaps chaps <laughs> even, chaps. even chaps oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah come here <laughs> but do you understand yeah and these we can we can make fun of that little self edition of that soft skill and by the way i'm not saying that it's fair or right yeah because it's not and my point is being be a realist, not an idealist. Yeah, I would say. Mm. Sorry, Karen. Karen, do you it's, do, it's, do a thing. I'll, I, I'll I'll respond when you are done. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'd say in a realistic world where we are not the stakeholders and we don't make decisions until we put ourselves in a position where we can. Yeah, I would say that. At the end of the day, it's a game, and if if you got to develop soft skills by just working, studying people and noticing how people react in certain situations and do all I've I've had to do that. Like I've definitely grown in terms of my business behaviour mm. and how I would um go about certain things. And also based on the hiring side of things, I guarantee you well when you are in a position where you need to hire people the whole having a degree thing weirdly might actually it's a box that needs to be ticked yeah i still yeah however you're taking soft skills into account way more do you know how much time you spend with 
like your colleagues. Spend more time with them than you do your own family. I know that. The thing is, no. But I think that, okay. I think that, um, no. I 100% believe. I, I understand I why. Believe, hold on, wait. I 100% believe that, obviously, soft, that soft skills in terms of presentation and, like, I don't, I'm not surprised by companies. Like, in the documentary, there was a recruiter talking about how she had this, like, like talented young girl from Essex, right, um, who wanted to be a PA. But then the problem was, was that her, she was very Essex, like, very Essex, like, in the way she spoke. So a lot of, like, big companies didn't want, like, for big clients, that's that for that to be the first voice they heard. Which, I I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's the game. Oh, so, so I get I get, so I get it's the game. But, but I get it's the, that's what I'm that's playing. I get, I get it, that's the game. But my issue with whatever is that I understand fully when it comes to certain roles, like, they even said that in roles that are about, like, selling stuff to people, um, the majority of people, like, two-thirds of the people will be from, like, middle, higher class, like, um, like, when it's, like, big sales, like, will be people who are obviously a lot posher, a lot, like, more middle class, because I believe that's obviously clear what sells more. In the same way that um, people often, you know, who are estate agents are usually quite attractive because if you're selling, yeah. <laughs> if you're sell- people are less likely to clap to buy from clap people. It's it's true, yeah. but <laughs> there's a Very yeah, true. there's a yeah, yeah. The game's the game. No, but my issue is that there are certain jobs which aren't that client facing, which are usually which earn a lot of money. Yeah, like because there's but jobs the like most, the most like rewarding are, jobs are always client facing. Yeah, but okay, but then now we're going off on tangents. I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it's the most rewarding. But I'm saying. There are jobs, elite jobs, where it's just literally about your ability to sit in front of a computer in that other way, and that the social element is really just a bonus to a company. And and it's saying even within the realms of those jobs, because they are kind of so you're talking gatekeeped about, um, by those in like higher classes. It's, I, it's still having that same I, kind of like discrepancy, and it, and which again, is again, I'll I'll go back to say exactly my point is that when you're hiring it's just as much important because you're spending so much time with these people you need to be able to you need to be able to work and talk with your colleagues like but then but, a, you, but then exactly but I, I understand that concept it's wrong. but it's then wrong. exactly but then that shows that the whole kind of mentality around social mobility is just a bit of a it's a bit of a um, what's the word not a lie even worse than a lie it's like, it a, like I was going to say lie but it's a better word yeah it's, it's busy it's really fraudulent it's fraudulent definitely because it's like you can't get in because you don't fit a certain criteria. So then obviously you can't get up to like bring other people Definitely. up. And the guy in but the documentary... A clever boss also, you, you, need, you would understand mentality types. Like um, you, you would know, okay, I, I want some extroverts. I want a couple introverts. I need people that are going to lift up the team and people that are going to approach things more analytically. And like you have to curate... A good boss curates a diverse work workforce that is also that doesn't clash that they're able to just bring out different sides in each other. Mm. However, at the same time, you also and that that's the point. You need people that are different but also can get on, and that's the kind of balance that a lot of people are gonna try and hit. But what you're speaking of, yeah, that social environment. I think a social side to a team, no matter if it's not crucial to the job. It's is vitally important. So fucking important. And I don't think they're nec- They might be consciously doing it. They might be also unconsciously doing it. Fuck. Um, yeah, they might be unconsciously doing it as well, where they're kind of just being like, okay, 
I I am leaning towards this guy. I don't know why. It just feels right. But the thing is, the Brett, the you guy in the documentary, uh, Elvis, um, he said um, he said something that was really like made sense. Where it was like often when people are obviously hiring, that like they might they might be a case that like they see someone like they see themselves in that person. Mm. But obviously, when and he made a good point. He's like, I don't think any of them. I I remind them. He's like a black guy from. Dagny, he's like, I don't think any of them see me and remind, I remind them of themselves. And it's and that's what I'm saying, it is kind of false, but it's like, I guess it's one of them ones where a lot of people have done where they play the game, or they maybe they've, because there are plenty of like, like people who are born into that kind of things who aren't, um, who are born into the kind of middle-class lifestyle and who aren't white. But then some people say they play the game and then when they get into positions, they... Yeah pull the ladder down so i i guess it's I, like I, I genuinely think like we will have this conversation in 20 years time and we'll be like it's better it might not be oh no it's, de- it's definitely improving as time goes on but it's just one of them ones as, like, as it is i think it might just be a natural <laughs> a natural social movement kind of thing like i feel like by nature you can't have this many talented people not like not making small like jumps into an elite workplace and then helping other people yeah. or like giving opportunities where there may not have been opportunities before yeah that's true it's mad but like at the end of it um one of the guys he got a job he's actually working with one of my mates that's um, sick. and he's working on and he's like um she was the one who told me to watch she it was a chemist right she was um She's work, work, yeah, well, she's working in Santander. So he, one of the guys from the documentary, she's working for her. And the other guy is still like, looking for a job. So, but the, Which one? The elite guy or the... Both of them. Both of them were looking for elite jobs. But they were both working class people who went yeah, to like... Working class. Yeah. It's a bit mad, bro. It's, it does like kind of... It makes me feel... It does make me feel a bit weird because you're right. It can't really be changed. It's all unconscious biasness. And yeah, you know through psychology, like... Yeah, but then that's why we have that's why all these um, studies that test unconscious bias are important and implicit bias, and then why? And it's also actually is it just? It's I guess the end at the end of the day, it's just about being self aware. Or the best thing is about viewing yourself as like taking away all of the things that you believe makes you different, and just viewing the person at face value, like. I yeah, think that's which, which would I be perfect a, in a perfect world, but yeah. unfortunately, but like if we were to tie it back to race, I know it's not a race conversation. Which it was mainly a class conversation, but it's, it's one a, of them, yeah, like, yeah. But I guess inherently, like race ties in. Yeah, it does. I I remember like how do you feel about the people that kind of say, um, the ones that are like, oh, don't call me black, I'm a person, or the pe- <laughs> or the people that I think Morgan. F- Morgan Freeman might have said yeah, the it. best um, the best oils. Even Morgan Freeman with Denzel Washington, where they're like, how, how about we just not talk about race? It doesn't exist. Morgan Freeman, I love you, but that was the stupidest fucking shit I've ever heard, bro. Like, that was the dumbest... That's the dumbest statement that might have come out of his mouth. How is he? 80 what? 5, 6? I love him, and he's a legend, but Morgan, Granddad Morgan, Morgan. Great, you need to you need to chill on that one. No, but because I can't explain, explain that point because I, to an extent, I guess I will get to by the end of this conversation we're about to have. I will know exactly where I stand more, mm. but I do. 
understand the reasons behind it. Not necessarily if I fully agree with it, but I understand the reasons behind it. I okay. You go. I understand the sentiment. I understand that, like you know, if we all hold hands and sing kumbaya on the hill of happiness, then we can get rid of racism forever. And if we just say, "Hey, stop being racist, man," then we can all just be fine. But I can, I can decide today that I'm just going to be a man. I'm not going to be a black man. It isn't going to change the way I'm treated when I walk into a store. <laughs> it isn't going to change the weird jokes that people say at me for no reason. It won't change the weird random people who try to spud me instead of giving me handshakes wherever I go. However, yeah, he's not. He's saying that to all those people at the same time. He's not necessarily just saying that to black people. He's saying, "Why don't we just?" The way he said is like, "Why don't the race is like, is like we're you, all people." It's like you stop calling me a black man, but that's the po- <laughs> that's the problem. We can be just call me a man. No, but that's okay. That's what a lot of people don't seem to understand about the conversation about racism, and it's very deep. So I don't think we'll be able to get into it fully. But the whole idea of it, and especially the way racism began and the way it's been engineered, is that it's not about the explicit. That's why we have we have anti race we have had anti like racism laws in this country for a while now. Like laws explicitly across well, I'm not sure every country, but here in the UK, across Europe, various UN kind of statutes and across America have anti kind of discrimination laws against race, gender, class. You know, you're not you're not meant to you can't you're not allowed to discriminate across class, you're not allowed to say because someone's a woman or someone's a man, you can't do something. You got to say, I don't want to hire this person because they're black. But that's, that's not how it works. The way it ends up being manifested is that it's all in the implicitness. So there are plenty of, for example, so there are plenty of people who genuinely believe, like, um, they don't hold any sort of racial bias whatsoever. But that's also why I hate, I don't hate the term racist. I just think it's a bit of an inaccurate way of talking about it because it suggests that, because then what we do is that, for example, the guy who sh- the screen at Raheem Sterling, but we we go, oh that guy's a racist, and we go, oh this person on the street who calls who abuses another person is a racist, as opposed to understanding that really realistically, it's a kind of, so it's a societal thing which on has been pushed into pretty much everyone's minds, everyone. Even our, our, even, even our, our own, own on a certain levels, and so and it affects the way. Even if you like it or not, you might initially perceive someone of a different race. Why, for example, you have like someone might perceive, but like, isn't that at the crux of Morgan Freeman's argument? Is saying actually that is what he's trying to tackle. He's trying to delete the unconscious or the conscious. Like he's just saying, delete he, the he, but conversation. He's basically saying, yeah, but then if you. <laughs> You, that's that's li- I think the perf no that I got the perfect analogy for that. That's like saying delete it off your phone when it's already in your cloud. It's like delete the pictures off your phone like when it's not still in your cloud. It's in like you can you, we can we can it, stop talking about it, it. But the the, yeah. the 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 not the I don't want to say brainwashing, but the the kind of drilled in mindset or even mindset or drilled in kind of perceptions around it are there. Yeah. So we can not talk about it, but it's not going to change the like if we if, if we just ban if we like put a law in place to ban the use of calling anyone white or black or whatever, people aren't just going to suddenly go, "Hey, do you think it's do you think I think it's more not necessarily a literal like saying, "Oh, I'm a black man." But it's that that's it's that whole thing where like if I for example, and this is actually quite interesting, when I see a baby 
white or black, I just think consciously to myself, baby. I don't necessarily, that's me. I don't necessarily think, oh, that's a black child or that's a, I just think, oh, it's a baby. Fucking cute. I well, I well, same, but some people don't. <laughs> yeah, but that's, and I guess that's his, that may be slightly his point in saying, actually, why, 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 why don't we, they like, share our kind of mentality? Yeah, like, why, why aren't you just seeing someone thinking, guy, instead of, I know we have eyes. No, that's, see that no, is, that's what I'm saying. I 100% agree with Morgan Freeman in terms of the ide- ideology of it. Like, yeah, but the realistic. I, I, yeah, but I think, I feel like, even with getting to idealistic, an idyllic society, the way we live in the real world is that we take practical approaches. And like, if he was just talking about, if he was saying, if he said, if he worded that by saying, my ideal world would be if we just called each other, saw each other as individuals rather by skin color, I'd be like, yes, man like Morgan, man like M. Freeman. I was like, yes, I agree. But, <laughs> but if, but the fact that he was asked about how do we approach racism, like a genuine question of practi- like practical responses. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, just stop calling each other. I just stopped calling you a white man. You stop calling me a black man. I was like, well, like, no. I, I, was, like, I was like, I remember the first time I watched the video before I, I was like, I'm about to hear some truth here. I'm about to hear some words of wisdom. I literally watched it. I must have even been like, even like 15 at the time. And even then I was just like- Shut the laptop. I was like, Fuck what? <laughs> I was like, what is this man talking about? Is it, I, but, I guess, yeah, and it's, I, it's something that we'll, we'll touch on like other episodes, I guess. It's, I just thought it was an interesting point of view that we could have like just got into a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. Fam, it's been quite deep, this episode. Yeah. We're getting let's, into let's it. Let's lighten up a bit. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Let's, I'm probably going to pause. I need a drink. My mouth's like drying. <laughs> Yeah, so we've been, you've been getting into it, man. You got a great subject. Go for it. Fire, fire. <laughs> and I just wanted to talk about <laughs> first date stories, like first date etiquette. Do you have any good first date stories? I, <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got some. Okay, I've got, got womanizer, womanizer, <laughs> administrator of dates, <laughs> captain, <laughs> captain. <laughs> Oh, the captain of romance. Breaker that's you, bro. That's you, man. You're you're actually thing is. Let's not start. That's but not me, bro. I don't actually have that. I haven't actually gone on that many. That many. <laughs> that many. No, but um, one first date I went on, on describe, X amount of time years ago. Describe your worst and your best. My worst to best first date. Yeah. Listen, I'm not gonna get. I'll I'll, I'll say I'll say. The thing is, I've not actually had a bad first date. You know. Okay. I've, 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 they've they've not always ended up fine in the situationship, oh. but as in like in previous in the following months, yeah. but or weeks or whatever. Yeah. But I know I actually had a bad first date. I don't think. But anyway, I had the, <laughs> I had a date once though where mm. the girl came. <laughs> she came. <laughs> well done. Okay. Well done, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm joking. No, she rolled. She rolled up just like a magician, bruv. What? Like not actually not like with a wand and everything, but she was wearing. She was wearing. <laughs> she was. Uh, she I'm was so wearing. I'm over, bro. I can't be dealing with this. <laughs> she was wearing like light blue, like ballet shoes, right? Yeah. Like flared, like like boot cuts with a capital B. Um, like boot, boot, cut. boot cut. She was, but like, 
not, not flared, like, big boot-cut jeans, right? And then she was wearing, like, this kind of, like, cardigan that looked like it was wrapped in magic, innit? But oh, then, <laughs> But she was kind of buff, so I had to be like... Um, I was like, you're right. The thing is, literally, when she turned up, I screamed in my eyes. I was like, what wow. is going on here? And worst thing about it, I was like, in ends. I was like, home no. territory. So I was like... So people could actually see you on road with nah. Hermione Granger. With Hermione, you know. So I was like, listen. I was like, let's just go. I don't even know where we end up going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go back, Dad, bro. <laughs> Let's go back there. <laughs> no, but I was like, okay. I was so. I was it's kind of so, weird. Like, imagine growing up somewhere like Iraq and being like, where you go? Oh, just pop into Baghdad. Yeah. And that's like what people do. I find that. Uh, Baghdad's weird. a city, though. I know. So, I know. But it's kind of like <laughs> weird to say, like, <laughs> I would have popped to Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't think they are either, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. But um, yeah, no. So I we went off ends. We went off like wow. home territory, and then it was a nice date, and it ended well. And then like I think it was just like a one time our function. But I was just like, like mate, well, why are you doing? Like what is going on here? Maybe she didn't rate me. Maybe she didn't rate herself. Yeah. Who who knows? But um, but yeah, no. But like I I don't think I've had a bad first date. I've had a first date where I'm just like this has escalated a bit quickly. But really, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so what about I, you? What's, like what's your what's your I like the fast escalating ones. What? Like when when it's just like No, she pulled out a gun and put it to my head. Now, let's hope she will <laughs> not do that. No, Fuck I'm joking, imagine. imagine. I don't I don't date in Peckham, so mate, I don't know. But um <laughs> The Wild Wild West. The Wild Wild West. <laughs> the deep south. In, in this episode of South East London. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a first date just based in Peckham, right? Wow. Where they'll have a metal detector at the door when people walk that in. that is that content that I need. <laughs> Channel four, if you're listening, pick that up. Yeah. And what are you? Good first date or I funny am, first date? I am. Um, you know what? First date. Is this sound bad? This is gonna sound really bad, but I feel like I haven't had a first date that doesn't end up being quite physical in the end. So, I like first dates. <laughs> I think first dates are great. I think... A quit, so yeah. My, my, um, my worst first date was where I felt like we were... I was, I was more forcing the issue. Like, it was like, I was forcing combo. And I was like... And therefore, I wasn't really inclined to pay for the whole thing. Yeah, but the thing is, I've never done because this is I don't know this is your expertise, uh, Mister Hitch, but I've never done like a first date eating because I really? just because first of all, put put a linguine, first of all, first we get in front of me, I'm done at it, man. I can't <laughs> slurping up like a flipping dog. No, and also just like I just always not that I'm, I'm opposed against it, um, yeah. going out for a meal. I know some people might be listening screaming, but... Um, <laughs> all, all your exes, right? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> fuck off, you know, like... like oh, hey, when the meal's done, don't look at me, me like I owe you anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be... Are you, do you want to go 70, 30, 80, 20? Man, no, no, things, I do pay. I do, things, I do pay. Like, I'm, I'm a gentleman of that. But... 
I don't believe that the guy should have to pay for the first Wait, game. I know if you want to probably like I know if you're I do generally think that but if you want to beat you're paying yeah if yeah. you if you want to smash then you better withdraw that wallet and just <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you gotta pay for something <laughs> mad nah you can't you, what, so you're just, saying you're buying pumps nah gee, nah, nah, nah disgusting nah, nah, man I'm buying what, food <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we know you... Linguini. (laughs) Bastard. Okay. Oh, I am actually a bastard. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Anyway, um, what I was saying is that, like, with first dates, I feel like I just like going somewhere for a drink. Because I think it's just always easier. And then, like, food distracts from, like, the banter flowing. Because I'm I'm there worrying if I got curry sauce down my chin. Or some shit like that. Not that I'm like a complete mess, but like, mm. I, I can, it's just, it's just a, an extra worry. But like, when you go into like a nice bar or something, mm. you can sit down, the drinks are flowing, yeah. the vibes are flowing. Yeah, it's true. It's flowing, oh, it's I like, I like a good day. Yeah. I like a good day. But, but also, etiquette, okay? Right? I always hear stories sometimes from like friends or just like you hear them online where like, a guy's gone on the first date and, He's and his and his mouth is just smelling like dog shit. But if you go if you go on the first date and you haven't brushed your teeth, I hope you get hit by a bus on the way because what is what is that? And also things like people like people who aren't showering before first dates who aren't clean. Fingers, honestly, this is where I say it. Like people don't care. This okay. Let's go through the routine. First, you have to jump in the shower. You have to shower, scrub, head to toe, everywhere. This is Ayo's. Pre-date, pre-date, pre-date. Okay, all right, cool. His masterclass. Man said masterclass. Man said, get up, brush your teeth, have a shower. Like, wait, I'm not. Wait, I know. That's just some, life lessons. Well, some people aren't doing this. That's the point. So let's let's start from basic. All right. So basic hygiene, right? You're showering. Basic, basic hygiene. You're, you're you're scrubbing everywhere. You Behind said. the knee, in front of the knee, under the armpit, everywhere, everywhere. All right. Then, even if I know this is apparently a thing that not a lot of our Caucasian brothers do. But get everyone some of that scented shape and moisturiser. And moisturise yourself. Moisturise. Moisturise. The knees, you know the ankles. Wait, honestly, I would say, again, that's just life 101. Moisturise. A lot of people don't. I find that wild. Yeah. My skin well, would be... Screaming. Fighting. Screaming. Screaming. Okay, so you have to moisturise. Then you have to obviously deodorant it. Like, do that. Yeah. Then, of course, but this, this is also where some people flop. You can do all of that, but if the clothes that you're now wearing have been hidden inside the bottom of your wardrobe last week, it's you might as well have just dusty. not bothered. Dusty, and then, yeah. obviously, put sure. a little nice cologne on top, and then you're, like, you're good to go. And then, but just that's just hygiene, man. Um, I don't have any other tips and, except for that. And that's for you ladies, by the way. <laughs> also, to be fair, to be fair, I've... <laughs> yes, for you ladies, too, because I've... Ex- <laughs> let's, let's not, but... <laughs> I don't want to divulge any stories on that. Yeah, ladies too. Clean yourselves. Everyone, everyone, clean yourselves. Have everyone, you, be have clean. you ever just been in bed and you smell someone's breath and you're like, oh, how do I broach the subject? Well, in bed. Yeah. Well, like morning breath. Like it's just evening breath. <laughs> Afternoon breath. <laughs> Afternoon. I'm like, yeah. Some like sometimes some people. I make it like a group activity. I go, hey, <laughs> let's brush let's, our teeth. Let's brush our teeth. I have a spare. Do you want to come? Well, at like four in the <laughs> afternoon, in the middle of Hakkasan, just like, but I, do you want to brush your teeth? 
I bought, I bought two toothbrushes with me. Fam, you, I, I'm always, you need that stuff on. Nah, man, I'm too, I'm too, uh, I just think it's too deep. I just firm it. And then if it's, if the breath, if someone's breath was that bad, I, I actually then I'll just, then I'll just, no, I'll just not see them again. I'll say I broke my leg or something. Wow. Because, and yeah, if they see me again, I'll, I'll some, some guys get really weird about nails. Like, I remember one of my close boys has a thing about nails. Well, like, he doesn't like, like if, girls with long nails. If girls have unkept nails, he's just like, yeah, no, not for me. No, I, I don't think I've ever looked at a woman's nails and thought... Yeah, I, no. I appreciate a well, like, well-manicured nails, but I don't think it's a deal-breaker for me. Really? Do you have any deal-breakers? What is a deal-breaker? Um, I guess if she has a dick... <laughs> <laughs> Small one. If she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's a deal breaker. So alive and not a man. Yeah. Is useful. That's your criteria. Okay. So um, we've narrowed it down a bit. No, um, I would say if I'm honest, dead chat. Like if there's no like back and back and forth message <laughs> message genuinely like yeah no nah. if she doesn't have any banter that is actually like in line with mine then i'm just yeah i'm like no and also like just negative any kind of negativity mm. like if she's i've like in my old age of 24 <laughs> i'm i'm now kind of like if if we're meeting on first date and we're getting like into some really deep negative stuff that you've been going through, I love you, but you're not for me. You're yeah. not for me. I can't be dealing with that kind of energy right now. As in like off things I understand I think I have to Yeah, I agree. Only in the sense, well, mainly in the sense of like I don't mind if like conversation has gone to a place which is kinda of naturally to a place which is kinda of deep and we've gone like an equal level of deepness. But if like I've just said hello, you're like, Oh, but my boyfriend you know, yeah. he, he ran away from me and then I had a kid. I was like, I'm not going to lie, honey. I've got, I've got, I've got to go. Generally, <laughs> I've, I've got to go. I cannot be dealing with that at all, bro. It's just not the one. Yeah, I, I remember I, I was actually supposed to um, take this girl out one time. I have to be very careful about what I say here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just beep anything I said, like... I was I was meant to take this girl out one time and she just started like we were chatting like I must slid into her DMs or she she actually slid into mine. I remember one, energy. One of the few occasions. And I like that by the way. It's that's another great point. Girls shoot your shot sometimes. Girls should shoot their shot as well. Yeah, and not just by staring at you at a club or, or staring maybe, at you across the smoking area. Maybe we're just both clapped and no one slides in. Probably. You know, that's probably, probably yeah, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I remember when it was so weird, bro. We just got chatting and she was just getting super, like, deep and real. And this is like, I don't really know you. In the DMs? In the DM. Like, and I was just kind of like... Down, it in DM, it it, goes down. Yeah, it was just a massive sign to me. I was just kind of like, yeah, no, nah, energy-wise. I'm big on that right now. I think that's like my... I must energy. say that. Yeah, I must say that word so much at the moment. Like, if I'm sense, I'm picking up on energies and like... Mm. And it's not like all like... Yeah, Mercury was in, Mercury like was in um, Lucas Aid, wasn't it? 
<laughs> it was in LucasAid. Mercury, I saw on Twitter, Mercury was in LucasAid, so people acting weird. Bam. Bam. I, I don't respect any of this. Mercury was in but it's, it's Leo season, so... I knew that shit tasted weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Leo season, so I know that. What does that mean? It's in Leo. What? We are Leos, I'm a Leo. It's our, it's our month. That's, no, that's what? what I mean. Like, What does that actually mean? You know, I always see this girl saying like, oh my God, he was a Gemini. I knew it all along. Actually, like, bitch, what, I was a Capricorn. What does that yeah. fucking mean? Leo season. I see bad people talking about Leo season. I, oh, I see. Well, you're obviously, you know, know you know, basically, yeah. yeah. And apart from that, I don't know. Well, what like, does that bring? Like, what does... Was your season bring you? Yeah, like, hopefully what money. Is, what does Leo season? <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> but I funded. Where would you grind? Where Where would you recommend someone to take someone on their first date? Where it depends what they're. Do looking you have for. any recommendations? It, it depends what you're looking for. You're about to bait me up. Where have you been? What's your recommendation though? It depends. If you like, if you like, like a nice bar, which is also kind of gamey. There's this place in Wandsworth called, um, what the fuck's it called again? <laughs> I'm about to get the name of it. He's currently I'm, I'm, <laughs> I went searching there. where he's taken many of his victims. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a name, but like, basically, I've got a... are still looking for certain <laughs> I've got a name, but like, I like, um, like, like certain game bars. Dark which, like, I like to take him oh, down. Fuck off, man. <laughs> you take girl, you take girl's chicken cottage. So what is, where are we going from here? Morley's. Morley's. <laughs> no, my Check. first, remember my first ever date when I was like 16 or 17, where I was like, okay, let's go on a date. I took a girl to Nando's. But my first ever date. In fact, this is, this is a great story. <laughs> so first of all, I roll up. Um, I'm, I'm like all buzzing. I, ha- I literally have only seen this girl in passing and I picked up her number on the street and then we were yeah, texting like, okay, cool, I'm going to take you out. So first of all, we, these are like two 16, 17 year olds. We go to Nando's. Um, one of the Nando's is like fully booked, can't get anywhere. So I'm like, okay, cool, we'll drive to another one. Chat is really dead at this point. I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh no. Like it's like Abort mission. cold. Yeah. She's even in the car, she's on the phone and she's actually telling her friends, guys, this date is going really badly. I may like... Wait, she said that in front of you? In front of me. <laughs> and this is the problem, yeah. That's this kind of energy. I was like, oh, this bitch. In front of you, what? In front of on, me. on the bus? No, like I was driving. And you should have dropped her off Fun. on the side of the road, on the A40, man. So part of me is thinking, okay, I reckon maybe it's me. I haven't done something. I do a little leg grab. She warms up a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. We have hope here. She's just a very tactile person in the end. It happened to be. She just wanted me basically all over her instead of talking. Yeah. So we got to um, the second Nando's. Um, we've gone up and ordered... This is mad because you can't be taking people on a date to Nando's. But we got up and ordered <laughs> no, food, I... and we sat down. And as soon as I sat down, I've just felt myself just go, like I've, I felt my stomach rumbling a little bit. I'm like, nah, surely not, <sighs> surely not. Then I literally have this moment of her chicken gets placed down. And my guts are about to fall out of my ass. Uh, and so I've, I've gone, sorry, babe, one sec. 
fucking fast walked <laughs> up until like I'm out of line, out of sight. Yeah, ran to the toilet and was literally stuck on the toilet for the next twenty five minutes, shitting away like my. What, soul. what have you done? I don't know. I just had this bout of like diarrhea yeah. on my first ever date, and so. <laughs> Then, the Lord was protecting you. Uh, <laughs> that's what happened. You've been delivered. You're the, deli- the worst thing about it is that after shitting away like my best part of my adolescence, <laughs> my um, um, I've I've gone back, sat down, and one of the one of the, I think there was like some more, no, like a couple maybe or like it was a family something like that. One of the men who were sitting on the table next to us had, like, heard me in the toilet just being, like, going, God, oh, my <laughs> God, <laughs> fuck, like, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> I'm like, Kay, what the fuck, man? First date, you're shitting everywhere. Such a piece of shit, man. <laughs> and, and my stomach's just going, exploding, exploding everywhere, and it's just, like, going really badly. And then I've sat down, I'm like trying to eat my food. She was like, "Where? What? What happened to you?" I was like, "Oh, just like there was a little emergency. I had to get into the phone." One of my boys, you know, when you go, yeah. oh, one of my boys was in trouble. Like, I had to try and pat and say, like, "Yeah, keep it really calm." And the guy next to me is like, oh, "I fucking heard you in the toilet, mate, shitting away your soul." <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, no. and I'm there going, "Ah, oh, you, did my that. guy." But you know, because it's up north, like everyone's kind of like more friendly and yeah. open about this kind of stuff. And I'm just thinking. What is going Help on? me. Help me. <laughs> so the first, my first ever date ended up in one, this girl, like basically calling up her friends in front of me, telling me I'm a shit date. Me, like shitting, almost shitting myself and like destroying a Nando's toilet for my date to then find out that's why I was gone for the last 25 minutes. Did he, did he beat in the end? I still secured. <laughs> <laughs> Aguero! Aguero! <laughs> He's gonna done it! Like third minute! Cut to uh what's it Phil Jones face? Oh my god! <laughs> Aguero! Ah oh, right, listen. Uh, C- fr- City I'm, boys I'm four. From- <laughs> <laughs> it is hot boy summer. It is a hot boy summer. And from that day on, I have been undefeated. Uh, <laughs> He started, they had us in the first half, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just believed in my God. <laughs> I feel, I'm feel happy. I feel fulfilled. I, feel I, ne- I never expected it, but, but God gave it to me. No, I, I want to thank my wife and my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I have an African man's blood in me. And you know we must succeed. Oh, uh, bro! My first date story was very opposite. Nice. It was like <laughs> that's not English. <laughs> it was the bet? It was good. Good. Very nice. No, like it was. Um, I was sixteen as well. Um, well, it's the first one that counts. Other ones don't. I was in Cafe Nero. Yeah. Uh, with <laughs> this is so joke. I was that's like very mature of you. No, but a sixteen-year-old like, date saying, "Babe, shall we hit Cafe Nero? Wait, grab, grab a <laughs> let, let let the story latte. end. Let the story end first. So like working class <laughs> my ass. <laughs> well, I'm about to show you how working class I was. I was so fucking broke. I just couldn't have. I couldn't. Buy, I wasn't gonna buy anything. So I told her. I told her that I wasn't in the mood for anything. 
Nigerian man can spin it. What? Why am I here? Why, am I why here? are you making me pay for all? I, I'm not in the mood. Bro. I'm not in your mood. I'm not in your mood. But obviously, I was like, bro. And then we were just sitting there, and she got something. I didn't get anything, right? But then I was just, I was like, so yeah. She get like a baguette. No, <laughs> in cafe like no. A, like she, a, a she got like a I don't know one of them frappuccino cappuccinos latino oh, things, isn't it? One of them coffees with the froth on top. But um, yeah. But then I secured and I went out with that girl for two years. So. Wow. <laughs> <Aguero>! <laughs> So oh yeah, no, God. but even though she did put me up later on it, but like I thought that was it. I was like, listen, I had no money, <laughs> <laughs> super broke. But I saw someone to come see you. Oh. But um, yeah, that's so that's a great story. <laughs> but yeah, story. so for adult dates, don't stink. Um, probably pay. Bring a spare toothbrush. <laughs> But it's up to you. But also, no, but if a girl insists on splitting it, don't force it and pay. Because sometimes that, that they, like, a girl won't like that. Really? I've never experienced that, but like, I've been told, like, if a girl really wants to go, well, it really wants to, because, so obviously there's the whole reaching, the fake reaching for the purse, and they're like, oh my God, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Just, I also hate it when they fake it for too long. Like, I get it that you're expecting me to pay, but don't have to, you don't have to force it that much, the fake kind of like, oh no, I'll pay. Like, once or twice is fine. You're doing it four times now. Like, stop. For real. Yeah. But, um, For real. yeah. And, yeah. Enjoy life. Go out and prosper. Enjoyment. Secure. Have fun. And try not to shit yourself. Or have money to pay for stuff. Basically. <laughs> yeah. These are top tips. Yeah. Right. Cool. So, you, track of the week? Fuck, yeah. We need to do track of the week. Um... I would. There is a tune. Fuck. Fuck I, tune. Do, I do have a tune. You go first. Now I know what your tune is. Well, I, I can oh, make it. Oh, there's that one. There is that one. Okay, I might make it mine because it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, I'll go first. My track of the week is from a young man who is extremely talented. Um, close boy is a close boy of this one over here. So yeah, like, yeah. I've I've only been recently introduced to him, but like he's like he's he's doing bits and he has that he has I like he has a very kind of like I don't know a very summery vibe to this one. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 a very big summer tune. It's dropped on Grime Daily only two days ago, and honestly, it's just I've just had it on repeat since. I've loved it. it's another manga. <laughs> it's a, it's a big one. Yeah, and I I, I think. For me though, I've only recently in the past like year, two years, started to enjoy that kind of like I wanna just say Afro swing, but kind of that yeah. kind of that kind of vibe kind of music. I obviously as everyone knows, I was usually pure like drill, grime. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, aggressive hardcore like. Um but yeah, no, like of of the artists I've listened to, this is definitely one of the ones I most enjoyed. And generally I say go watch that, go stream that, go share on your Insta, go tell your mum, your dad, your uncle Peter. Your granddad. <laughs> uh, yeah, without further ado, it's Daps. Take you away.
my time, we can change location Let me take you away, ma We can go, we can fly, no status Let me know it's a vibe, see you later Summertime, we can change location Fresh face with a back, no makeup Wind up your waist, let me see your body shaking Hop in the ride, you can kick it in the spaceship Foot down, girl, I got your heart racing Six figs, hold on, wait, let me take this Yeah, we chase bands, yeah, we jug till we make it Big drip, the old kicks, be the trainers You can take pics, bet you love me when I'm famous Bet you love me when I'm famous One time, think of me when you're faded Two times, now you got me on your playlist Give me three times, I'm your man, you're my lady Let me take you Take your way, man. I just, it's so, it's a vibe, such, such man. Such a catchy song, man. You know what, and he's got a unique, um, he does have a unique kind of personality. You, you just see certain people that they just got nice, like, aura, good mm. energy, back good to energy. the energies. Yeah, he's a unique guy. I think, I think his future is super bright, he's super talented. And he's like, yeah, he's one of my bros, man. Like, he's, he's a good guy. My track of the week is a new a new guy that I've come across. Um, really cool artist. His name is Channel Trey. Um, he's coming out of California, Linwood. This tune is <coughs> this tune is very 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 fucking cool, and I've actually forgotten the name of it, which is really <laughs> annoying. Um, Jesus, I'm sorry guys. One second. Search out midway free. I am gonna search. There it is. I got the name. Um, that's how much I like the tune. That I forgot the name. <laughs> that's it. Um, so yeah, this guy Channel Trey, he was actually featured on, um, Beats Beats One Radio premiered this song worldwide with an interview with Zane Lowe. He's. I think he's gonna. I like those kind of artists that are kind of disrupting what we think about genre, what we think about um, anything, anything that kind of distorts our perceptions of what we think should. And I think that's the basis of progression, especially like sonically. And that extends to culture and society and whatnot. So guys like him, I think are super important. This song is called Black Moses featuring JPEG Mafia. Rhonda. Ain't about me, ain't about me. Gotta cook it up, come on, niggas hungry. Ain't about me, ain't about me. Gotta cook it up, come on, niggas hungry. No money in the air, can't drop the bar. If I do black moves on call, ain't about me. to ask for change in the streets now i'm changing the streets mama i'ma break you off yeah tell me what you need i'm the new swap me i told you i'ma break you off i'ma break you off yeah i'ma break you off everybody wanna break they don't want to pay the cost y'all niggas cook no need for prep they just want mentions i got the check no need for it's cool, right? It's got like this dark kind of bounce. Yeah, it's is... wavy. And listen, you've got someone here who works for Universal Music. So clearly, that's, that's 
that's a that's a reputation you can trust, an, yeah. ear, an ear you can listen to, yeah, an yeah, opinion you can take in. Definitely, I I completely agree. So go and listen to both, but. Obviously, go stream daps. Go first. stream daps first. <laughs> but stream you can listen to that next. For yeah. real, for real. All right, guys. Keep letting us know Wagwan. Um, keep hitting us up on all the different socials. You know where I'm at. <clears throat> at Let Me Be K. Make sure you subscribe to the um, pod as well, so you get that little notification when the next one's. Do up. it. Do it right now. Wait. Pause this right now. If you haven't, I subscribe. Pause. We're just gonna wait. We'll wait for you today. We'll wait. We'll wait. wait. Well done. Well, I'm <laughs> proud of you. You will get to hear these voices a lot more. Yeah. But yeah, should... more more stuff coming. Ayo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Instagram ayo underscore aa. Um, Twitter ayo underscore um, aa thirteen. I remembered it for this time around. <laughs> and um, yeah, just follow <laughs> follow follow the Insta uh, yam egg. We'll, We'll start bringing up a Twitter page soon as well. Yeah. So follow that soon, sure. so that we can be like posting all our content there. And yeah, keep locked in, subscribe, and thank you for listening. Peace and love and blessings. Later. Message. <laughs>